0: Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whenever it is that you are watching this. Welcome to another episode of the Apple Tech Facts. I'm your host, Josh Line and joined as always with me, my brilliant co-host, Seth Cruz. How are you doing today, sir?
1: Pretty good. How are you doing?
0: Not too shabby. I'm pretty good. And if uh, you guys are new to the channel, our mission is to give you guys the latest Apple news that you're not normally going to get on a major news site or from a major news source, without taking a lot of your time, we try to keep our episodes limited to about 20 minutes a week and published on Mondays. Without further ado, let's get right into it. Sounds good. Just a few things to talk about today. Uh, Later on, uh, the last part of the show, we'll get into the deep dive that we had started to get into last week, and uh, we'll kind of finish that topic off. So, first up is a few weeks ago, I think it was probably two, what, two three weeks ago, we had said that uh, Captain America had to say goodbye to his beloved iPhone 6S, and he we didn't know which phone he was going to go with. Well, it turns out he ended up going with the iPhone 12, and he does not like it. For I suspect many believe or have the exact same opinion is because it's too heavy, which is weird coming from Chris he, Evans he yeah.
1: missed he missed the touch ID too and the
0: touch ID yeah. that's right so yeah. that you know new technology so we'll see how long it takes him to get rid of it who knows or maybe he goes with iPad mini he they could touch he could. yeah
1: I, I think you, I think uh, you know the size of the current one is about as close as you can get without doing a 12 mini you could have done the 12 mini like yep. I did Yep. Uh, It's a lot lighter, but uh, you know the battery Battery does run out uh, before the end of a day Usually I have to charge it, but I like the form factor, and I just keep chargers around me So
0: yep, and as you know as do I it's in my everyday carry bag as well So I know wherever I have it which uh, video on that is coming up soon let you guys know when that goes down, but uh, next up apparently according to Ming-Ching Kuo, which he is kind of like the
1: he's pretty well plugged into what's happening in the apple uh, in, uh manufacturing yes, right yeah so he he usually is the
0: the go-to guy for uh for first news sites and that stuff like that but apparently according to, according to him the iPhone 14 is getting a big supply boost from other suppliers so they're not just using so apple has outsourced uh you know their supply for the iPhone 14 and this is a really good thing because you're going to be able to get the phone or you should be able to be able to get the phone that you want this fall when you order it and not have to wait. The
1: forever. the the key takeaways that I had read were that the 13 was selling way better than last I mean that the this uh, demand was still high at this time this year whereas with the 12 at the same time it really, the demand for it had really fallen oh, off. Right. And so the expectation is that the 14 Pro, or whatever, the high-end, right. is going to sell really well. And they're they're very excited about it. And I think that has led to some of the news that we've heard about it boosting the, the suppliers because they don't want to run out. If this yeah. is the potential, anyway, cash cow... Yeah. You know you don't want to be constrained on, on numbers.
0: yep right And as if you guys may not be aware, but uh, the supply chain and production, that's kind of where Tim Cooks, Apple CEO, Tim Cook's expertise comes in. To where that's why he's been able to navigate all these supply issues that with the chip shortages that we've been seeing for the last couple of years yeah. so they've been than, getting very well
1: better um, than a lot of companies yep
0: and you can thank Tim Cook for that so yeah. shout out to him uh, next up it is official that iOS 15.6 iPadOS 15.6 have been released out to the public so make sure that you go out to your general settings software updates to get the updates otherwise it may be another month before you are
1: my wife actually beat me to it last night she was laying in bed and she rolled over and she goes hey there's an update for the uh, iPhone (laughs) already she was alright she was like what does it mean when it says uh, download requested I'm like it means that when it's done like waiting and waiting in line for it you'll get it and sure enough like seconds later it said preparing update so anyway uh, my wife actually uh, informed me that there was an update available
0: that's hilarious and I bet you she loved every second of it that she beat you to the punch something on like this so uh, good for her I'm happy for her Uh, next up WhatsApp for iOS will soon get uh, will soon display past participants of a group chat and you'll be able to quietly quit a group without all other members being notified. Not a really good deal to me. I don't use the app. Never have I ever, nor will I ever. And But I do know there are a few of my friends that do use it. So uh, just let you guys know that that's coming for you.
1: So my son is in Peru, and he actually could get a hold of me through WhatsApp better than through iMessage
0: oh yeah yep so. that's how it is with all my with a few of my friends they're sure. all their families over in Africa and that's how they mainly communicate yep. so. so
1: it's just interesting that you had have Wi-Fi but not cell service and even though he uses uh, well even though I uh, iCloud uses Wi-Fi right. whatever it was blocking or yep. doing something anyway IMessage or, or I'm sorry the uh, whatsapp worked yep. So that was pretty cool yep
0: Next up for all mankind, one of our favorite uh, Apple TV shows fantastic. has already been renewed for season four. I am <coughs> way, way behind on on season three. I think I've watched the first episode, and that's pretty much it. No I spoilers. No spoilers, but, but I can't imagine what they're going to do. Fantastic
1: season so far.
0: Good deal. Good deal. I'm about to get caught up. Maybe yes. next week. we will see. Uh, next up, T-Mobile has settled the lawsuit. For their data breach that had occurred I think spring or early summer of last year if my memory serves me correct uh, correctly or not for they have agreed to pay customers that were affected by the data breach three hundred and fifty million dollars so if you're part of that class action lawsuit
1: <laughs> I'll get a dollar fifty $1. fifty. excellent right no yeah. I actually what I think a lot of the money is going to is defer the cost or or completely cover the cost of having basically a monitoring service for credit. Mm -hmm. So there's AT&T, Verizon, every major technology company that collects data at some point likely has been breached, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. and a lot of them are now having to offer credit monitoring Free of charge to their customers mm-hmm. because there's really no other good way to do it. And I think Allstate offers something that I took advantage of that's doing that and you just get however whichever service you use uh, it just provides me with a health check once a, once a week or once a month or what. I think it's fairly frequently, but it just tells you and it did actually catch when one of the kids had something I want to say somebody stole their credit and it wasn't through one of the data breaches but those credit monitoring services really do catch things when they're happening and and allow you to take action on them so if you're affected by the data breach if you get something in the mail or or in your email asking if you want to participate
0: if it's if it's free
1: go for it absolutely yeah
0: yeah and there's not going to be like you were saying, any cost to it or anything like that, it only benefits you. So, I uh, know there's other there's other services out there, you know yep. that you that you could get free trials for, for like a thirty days or yep. whatever, and get a free dark web scan, and and that might prove very beneficial to you to just use at least so you know as for peace of mind kind of thing. Yeah. So, and that's why. But whatever, there, there's lots
1: of those things out there. Yep. Yep. So anyway.
0: Yep. And T-Mobile has actually also stated that they will be spending or spend. $150 million to fortify its data security and other technologies. So they're dumping a lot of money into this thing to make sure or try to make sure that it doesn't happen again.
1: Well, and, and if you look at whether it was AT&T or Verizon, there are other companies that offer cell phone service that also offer security and other forms of protection, network protection, and so forth out there that I think I think a lot of this investment is to raise the awareness around what they, uh, the credibility around what they offer. Yep, absolutely, and that's to compete.
0: Exactly, with all the millions of users that, and I imagine other uh, carriers will follow. Sure. So. Which, as they should, because things are easier to, than ever to get hacked. so... <laughs> yep. Uh, next up in our deep dive for the week, what if Taiwan gets invaded by China?
1: So, yeah, we were going to talk about this, but basically what happened with Russia invading Ukraine yep. is it informed the Chinese government really... How the world would react if and when they take action to unify Taiwan, they claim it as part of China. So there is a lot of information that they gained and are gaining even now about how the world reacted. And really the answer was that likely sanctions, maybe some form of aid. There's there's just a lot of things that that could happen, right? And unfortunately, if if you just take the sanctions, don't even talk about military aid right. or anything else, but just the sanctions and and so forth, right? It basically locked Russia out of the world economy. Yeah. One of the key things that happened was whether you were in Europe Or you were in the United States if you had a business where you were trying to sell things or manufacture things and bring them from Russia to the rest of the world whether it was energy or something else there were a lot of governmental import and export rules that went into either completely barring that or greatly restricting it and it really had to do with feeding that economy. So if we look at what China has, uh, and Taiwan, have in place today, pretty much everything from uh, ties and hats and whatever, right? I mean, you pick pick a item, roll it over, and look at the back and see where it was made chances are pretty good that you're going to find 7 out of 10 things in your house will say made in China. Mm-hmm. And the risk would be that the technology, that whether it's a car or an iPhone or anything in between, but that that, that technology is pretty much all manufactured either in China or Taiwan. Yeah. So if those become completely shut off uh, just from sanctions, import-export, then it could really mean that say, Apple or any other company might need to rely more on Samsung again in Korea, or that they might need to look at manufacturing companies out of India, Vietnam. Emerging companies, or emerging countries. And And the problem is a lot of the companies that have plants in those countries are owned by a chinese government or or by a chinese company that's in some way connected so it really creates a problem for apple yeah as well as really i mean anybody else the things that i think you might find helpful is it could create a a real uh, manufacturing incentive to build chips in, at at the Arizona plants right. that that both Samsung and Intel yep. are currently manu- trying to build out, but right. you know those take a while. So yep.
0: even with the the chip bill that just got passed in Congress, where getting 52 billion dollars to help build that plant, and really. The, the government of the United States is really pushing hard to start getting things made domestically and they're going to they've shown us that they are serious about that so with this this is just to start with getting you know Apple's chips made in Arizona you know maybe or other companies you know so
1: but it would mean it would mean that Intel and Samsung and other companies and, and quite frankly I think even if even if everything stays status quo, I think it is very likely that Apple and other companies may decide to diversify, not only that it would be built in India or other countries besides Taiwan and China, but that they may also look to other suppliers, both U.S. and international, that could build chips or other parts right Sony out of Japan you're diversifying your portfolio changing where things are built yes to lower the risk and you may only build 20% of everything in another country but with the understanding that you could easily shift things over Apple is one of those countries now I don't know if you know how many how many uh, Millions are in a billion. There's a thousand, I believe it's a thousand, a thousand. And they have $200 billion in cash. cash right, just so, sitting there. So if we think about lots of companies out there have millions or maybe have a billion, but not $200 billion, billion dollars right. in cash. So unlike a lot of companies, I'm not worried about Apple going out of business right. if they needed a retool for something like right. this I, I suspect they would probably weather this better than almost anybody, anybody. else yeah but I'd
0: better suited for sure in the best I, position
1: I think that if something global were to happen where it put supplies at risk in other countries you know I've said for a while that I felt like the Go, US government really couldn't let Intel go out of business because right. you would lose the the, intelli- the, the, the people yep. that know how to do those things because we've already lost people that know how to do micro soldering and things like that in the numbers you know, like 20, 30, 40,000 people that can do these, these right. things Very it, small. we just don't have the, the skill set Trained in, in our work sor- in our workforce today to do that, to do those things, and that's why you know people that come straight out of whatever the equivalent of high school would be for for them in in other countries, they get trained by a factory and put given a place to live, and they're fed, and you know we can talk about. Quality of life and all right. the things that I think, I think they're working to improve a lot. But, but uh, the, 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 the key takeaway is that they're being trained in skills that the people in the United States just haven't been trained in. Yeah. So if you let Intel and some of those others go bankrupt because they can't compete, then there's actually a military, uh, whatever, country security risk. Right of yeah. not being able to do that, having to rely. I mean, if you think about how many chips are in all of our technology for military, right? Yeah. That there would be a military risk if if we had to rely on other countries to build our technology. Right. So major national. Security. So so national security becomes uh, a real concern when it when it comes to even manufacturing chips. Sure. So I think there's just a lot of angles to this, yeah. and I think that. You know, we're. I I don't feel like there's a. Oh my gosh, I I better buy the latest iPhone right. when it comes out because it might not. No, I think I think everybody's going to continue to do what they've always done. But if it happens, I think it does. Potent have the potential to really shift things in a way that we've not ever seen before. Right. And to think about it, in 2008, the iPhone didn't exist.
0: Right. Which, it doesn't I mean, seem the, like the, it was that long ago, the, but it really was. The
1: technology landscape has changed dramatically. Yeah. So, anyway.
0: And it's getting faster, too. So, there's things that, you know, are going to seem really kind of like off the wall in just like a two or three years time. If you're talking going back to 2008 and the iPhone 1 didn't exist, well, what is not going to exist in the year 2022, but it exists in 2025, you know? Right. And... A lot of that, as far as technology, it has, it's gonna be dependent a lot on what is gonna happen with where are the chips being made at, and what is the skills, what is the uh, skill shortages looking like as far as like keep keeping the technology to grow.
1: I, I just think that there's yes, we're gonna have the Apple and some of those are going to look to diversify their portfolio, and they may even do that with like you were talking about lots of different suppliers for the iphone 14. Yep. i would like to see it
0: just because uh if they were to shift it to where like you're saying diversify to another country that needs that boost in their economy. sure because that that's that's the world economy at this absolutely. point. absolutely so i would like to see that and then also we don't have to worry about these you know chip shortages again and we can stop talking about it finally it'd be nice yeah but you know that that's it for today guys um get this out to you on Monday and thanks for watching we appreciate your time as always make sure that you go and hit that subscribe button if like you subscribe
1: and hit the notification that's bell. right that's and if right. you
0: would please go leave a review in iTunes as well for the podcast which is released shortly afterwards if you like the audio version of it I'm uh, gonna work on the written form to post to medium this week for for that so that way we, we have our basis covered so
1: thank you very much for you your time week